everyone and welcome or welcome back to the Talk of Fame podcast. I'm Kaya Martini and I'm super excited for today's conversation on Talk of Fame. We have Carolina Rizunde. Carolina is a singer, actress, model who released her first song in 2019 called Unstoppable. Later on, she followed by many streams resulting in TikTok users listening to the song and creating dances. Unstoppable was streamed on Brazilian radio Jovan Pan. The radio would send an Unstoppable t-shirt every Friday to a listener who requested the song the most throughout the week, which is uh, pretty amazing in my opinion, but it's a great idea. But Carolina dubbed for the voice of Yasmin on Netflix's Cuties is on Disney Descendant Star commercial. She also enjoyed starring in The Last Dragon, Hop Onto the Street, and Battle of the Bands film. Carolina recently released fashionable merch on Amazon in winter 2020, together launched on all music platforms as a conscious reminder to take care of our world. Also, Carolina's work and mission is literally like so awesome and i can't wait for everyone to learn more about it whoever is like a fan or is this kind of like very new to her work i'm looking like i'm sure they're looking forward to learning more about you and of course i'm super excited to learn more about you of course but um thank you so much for coming on the podcast i'm super excited to have you on like how are you um hi thank you so much for having me here i'm actually really excited to talk to you and just like share some things about like that have to do with talk of fame of course so like I like I wanted to ask you like I know I like you probably get these questions a lot like how do you kind of get your start in the entertainment industry I know like, you were born in Brazil then were right. raised in Florida right uh yes yeah. so basically I I was born in Brazil and I lived there practically my whole life I was born and raised there and then when I was seven, I moved to Florida and I lived there for three years. And then while I was in Florida, this is kind of a funny story on how my career actually got started. My sister, she was just kind of scrolling through her Instagram and she saw an ad for this place um, or like this competition and it's called IMTA. So it stands for International Models and Talent Association. And we've always kind of just thought it'd be really fun to get started in acting and in modeling. Um, so then she told me about the competition and I said, okay, so let's join. And it was in New York and it was a seven, um, seven days. So one week competition. And then I ended up winning actress of the year and some other things. And then I found my, a manager and my manager brought me to my agent. And then I moved out here to LA to start pursuing everything. Ooh, like, did you like want to pursue like, acting stuff like that before you kind of put uh, like tried out with those things or is it kind of like oh it's an ad I should definitely try out and see if I like it we we've always watched movies and really like is a big fan of Disney and Nickelodeon mm -hmm. so I guess we never really talked about it but it it's always kind of been like within the air that we wanted to go out into this career path or I don't know mm -hmm. then when she saw the ad um, and then she showed my parents and we're like, okay, let's give it a try. Cause it seems like something you guys would want to do. Mm -hmm, for sure. Like with me as well. I absolutely love like Nickelodeon Disney channel, like TV shows and movies. Like I grew up watching Descendants, like, like I currently Victoria. It's like those like OG kind of Disney channel 
Nickelodeon type of shows, but like, what do you have like a favorite like Nickelodeon or Disney show that you watch all the time growing up? Oh, um, I know that's uh, very hard. Like, I like there's like so many for me for some reason. Like, it's um, all like name like a list for some reason. Uh, yeah, like let me pull up my list. Um, no, but I I always really liked Live and Maddie. Um, oh, same. Kind of like, I used to watch that literally nonstop every single day. Really, I feel like that's kind of like the OG um Disney show, and then I also enjoyed um Bunked or like oh, Jesse. Me too. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, it feels so weird saying that because it's been a while since I watched Disney or like or Nickelodeon. Me too. Like I don't know when was the last time I actually watched like Nickelodeon or like Disney Channel. Like the only time I'll turn on the like Nickelodeon channel is when the Friends comes on. At nine o'clock at night, my twelve, my time it usually comes on at like eight or nine o'clock my time. I think that's like the only time I turn it on. But it's like I used to like the only channel I used to watch was like Disney Channel or Nickelodeon. Yeah, like I watch it a lot in hotels. Um, Me too. Like at night when it's just kind of playing, and then you just watch it. Yeah, I would say like, like every time like I get to choose to like watch something, I always turn on Disney Channel or Nickelodeon or which one comes up first. I'll watch it, whatever. <laughs> like yeah. whatever comes up first or whatever something that interests me. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna watch this for maybe an hour, which turns probably five hours. But mm-hmm. um, I'm nine years old, as you kind of mentioned like earlier, that you walked away with Actress of the Year, Headshot Year, First Runner Up Model Year, and Most Sought After addresses of the year among many other great awards but like what kind of training did you kind of get to get these awards I know like one of them you won at seven years old with your sister right um can you repeat that really quick <laughs> yeah so like at nine years old you like you walked away with actress of the year headshot year first runner-up model year and Melissa after actress of the year along with other great um honors but like what kind of training did you kind of do to get these kind of awards at age uh at age nine years old oh um yeah so honestly like I had never taken an acting class in my life before any of any anything um if so like I took um I would say like a week worth of just some really really basic classes to get started um with like monologue or scenes because I literally like never done a scene in my life before I went to that competition Mm -hmm. so like being when you when you get into IMTA and when you're chosen to like when you're selected to go into the the week worth of the competition they actually give you coaches um and they say okay work with them for like one week maybe every day and then like some days, some not, like for a period of six months, and then then you'll be able to compete. But it, they were really like just basic coaches, just kind of really giving us like the basic things of the industry. So it's actually really funny that I won because I had like no experience whatsoever. Oh, that's crazy! Like it's like like at least like they gave you like a little like a kind of like a basic coach to kind of teach you about everything. You know, it's rather like kind of be prepared. And, and know something and not going into it and know nothing and what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, when you moved to Los Angeles a couple years ago, like, how did it kind of, like, kind of push you or inspire you to kind of keep pushing for your dream in the industry? 
Um, I can't, my family and I, we came to Los Angeles for the purpose of acting. So once I got here, um, I feel like everything's kind of different. Um, cause I originally, I lived in Burbank first, like in the, in the center of LA in the Valley. I feel like every actor kind of gets started there once they move out here and just being in that area with, oh my God, is my neighbor's dog bothering you? Or... Well, I thought it was my dog for a second. I was like, oh, oh I was, no, but I literally, I don't have a dog and this is my neighbor's dog. I'm so sorry about that. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Should I continue? Yeah. Can... Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, um, being here in LA and being with like uh, all the other actors and getting started in the acting industry, going out to classes every week or so, I feel like really gives me that motivation to start um, wanting to pursue acting. Um, but then I've always had like a generic lifestyle like every other girl has. I've went to school, um, just done everything. And I also have like plan Bs in case, I guess, because acting like a question maybe you book a role and like 10 years recording and then the next year you kind of just like don't book anything else so it's always good to have a plan b too so going to school as well while I pursue everything mm. that's a good idea like with like doing like school I know with like with, with doing school within acting it's always like kind of very hard to kind of juggle both like work and acting at the same time because acting takes like so much kind of energy and dedication to kind of get roles and stuff like how do you kind of manage to kind of do school and then try to pursue acting um honestly it's like it's been hard I guess my parents sometimes are like like if it's something really big that takes a lot of my time then I'll switch to online school but it's something that at the moment we really don't want to do because I do enjoy going out and being social and making friends and like spending time with people but it's kind of like whenever I get an audition and I have to drive down to like the center of LA um, and then in that like afternoon traffic, it really just takes up my time. And then I got to squeeze in homework and schoolwork anytime that I have, um, asking my friends to help and stuff or just making it up during lunch. Um, so it's really, it hasn't gotten to a point where it's so, so crazy. But recently I, so my my school started like three weeks ago. And on my second week of school, like basically the whole week I was out because I was in Texas. I was filming um, a commercial that hasn't aired yet. Um, but it was like so hard. Like even like today, I still got to make up work for for, for that week. Oh, that's, that's like the worst part about kind of like not being an actor, but also like being in high school and also balancing it. So like you have to like make that time up if you do like in-person school. Um, I know like a lot of actors took online school as well for the like purposes of like time being and managing both acting and in person, but not like online school is like for everyone. I know like a lot of people prefer in person. I know for me, I'm like I do online, but I, like I always miss like that in person interaction because of you know I'm very social with people, so I'm like I kind yeah. of miss that. But at the same time, I'm like it just saves like so much time and energy. You can just get down to school a little earlier and then do whatever you need to do but it's like really the same thing as in person but it's online yeah it's it's similar I guess and more of like the social aspect kind of way and then also the the time like seven hours at school and then like a couple minutes maybe or I don't know how long it takes you to do your work but I know it's 
like a shorter way shorter amount of time yeah and like if someone is like visiting Los Angeles like what would you kind of recommend to do in Los Angeles they whatever the food activities like what would you like recommend to people if they're visiting Ooh, I would say definitely like you you're talking about if like someone within the entertainment industry or just like a random or anything part. like entertainment or just so like regular people yeah uh regular people I would say obviously see the Hollywood sign because I feel like mm-hmm. when I first moved out here like that's the first thing I wanted to do mm-hmm. um go to the Hollywood uh, Walk of Fame mm-hmm. that's very popular um a lot of people say the Griffith Observatory but honestly I think I've been there like once out of all the years that I've been here in LA but if you're in the entertainment industry I would say like hit up a dance class maybe at the playground LA or Millennial um you, they take walk-ins and it's really fun honestly you get to talk to a lot of people in the industry and dance with them um and then going out to downtown LA like Google things to do in LA and there's so many restaurants so many events going on every day um so yeah that's like the top things yeah like I've been to LA so many times like I literally like used to like drag my dad to see the Hollywood sign I would do the exact same thing that was like the first thing on my list like I did see observatory like once or twice on this like I'm just like I seen it once I'm just kind of like I seen it once but I'm just like not new to see it again like for some reason (laughs) yeah but like do you have like any like upcoming like music or acting gigs Hmm. um yeah so there's actually this project and I can't really say what it is because it's like confidential you know Mm -hmm. um but I shot it I would say like a year and a half ago probably almost two years um and I don't know if you know about the strike going on in the industry Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. Um, the writers and the actors striking so that has definitely been slowing down the project and it's getting pitched to different platforms so hopefully I'm thinking at the end of 2023 or hopefully the beginning of 2024 Um, I'm not exactly sure yet but I know they're still in post-production so that should be really exciting to come out and then uh, um I've told you that last week or like two weeks ago, I was out in Texas um, mm-hmm. filming a project and then I shot actually a commercial um, for, oh wait, <laughs> I don't know if I can say this, but like in, it's a sports brand. Um, mm-hmm. So it's really exciting to come out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm honestly, like when it, when it comes to music too, um, my last song was with my sister and it was a song called Prisoner and we we did a duet together so we were actually like the last couple of days talking about other songs that we could release and brainstorming other ideas and maybe we were we actually started writing like a script for a movie um kind of getting into that writer's era too so there should be like a lot of upcoming stuff it's <laughs> Kind of Ooh, just like, so exciting! I was, like I feel like during the summer, the ideas always like come out. Like yeah. that, especially like for me, I don't know if it's like for you as well, but I don't know why. But it's like every time I try to go to bed, my ideas always come about. And like during the day, <laughs> like the ideas never come. It's always like when I go to bed, the ideas always storm in. Yeah, like bed or in the shower for me. Like that's yeah. when. Like, it's the same way for me like it's always the bed or in the shower when you're not thinking about anything and that's like oh watch I should do like this writing project and like not, and realize like oh I'm sleeping I don't want to go my phone and write it down on my to-do list yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like 
like what um like role have you done that has kind of like meant the most or kind of like stuck out to you? Ooh. Um I'm like when when you say that the first kind of role or project that I've been in that stuck the most out to me. Um I don't know if you know the YouTube, it's called React Media. Um, it's kind of like a, it used to be a kids react, but now they transitioned into adults and teenagers. Um, and then they also, they're kind of together with the people versus food, um, channel on YouTube and like all together, they have over 30 million subscribers and they're, they're super, um, like super high quality production. And I'm very thankful to be in it, but I think of, yeah, that's the most, I would say the best kind of project that really stuck out to me. Um, you meet a lot of new people on set and you get these super cool prompts and you have to react to them. And it's kind of like a family, everybody all together. And obviously like I've been to many great, great projects, but I just really like the idea of coming into set and then having people that you're gonna film videos with. Um, so it's all like a big family. Mm, I totally get that. Because like when I watched react videos, I watched some of them over the last couple of days before this interview and like, it's literally so hilarious. Like, it's so oh, funny, yeah. but it's also entertaining. Like, the quality, the people that are doing it, it's, like, so hilarious. And, like, with React, like, it's all, like, family-friendly, basically. It's, like, for basically little kids. Well, maybe not all videos, but most of the videos. <laughs> I was like, what? No, yeah, yeah. no, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, they do a bunch of, like, a variety of videos. Um, I shot with them, actually, a couple, I would say, like, a week and a half ago so there's still a couple videos that haven't come out that I've been in them um but I'm very excited for them to come out like I always check on YouTube to see when they're out I'm like is this out yet when is it gonna come out like I'm going yeah. to see it on down but um like you have portrayed roles and loves XO TV series like what would you kind of describe the character or characters that you portrayed in the series um, so the Love Exo series, what's really cool about it is that every episode, they have a new story, a new plot line, a new character. So every episode, in a way, I'm kind of playing a different character. Um, and like, sometimes I play like the mean girl that's like super rude. And then the moral story is to not be rude or to not be this. Um, but I play a variety of characters from mean to the, the girl who's bullied um so yeah that's pretty nice Ooh, it's really good to actually like portray like different sorts of characters whether it's like a bully the nice kid a nerdy kid like it's always good to like try you know different aspects of different roles whether it's like for the same series or different series but like do you have like a favorite like role do you have to play like whether it's like a nerd kid a bully like a or like a horror person where they get scare people like <laughs> well like what would like you like your favorite thing to kind of do in terms of like acting i honestly i've always really been into playing the mean kid <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> yeah no i like okay the nice character is always pretty like cool to play as well but i've always just really liked to be the mean kid that bullies people and that's not me like in real life like i'm actually like a kind person <laughs> yeah it's like it's like so different when like you're so like nice and kind in real life but then on like when you're on screen you're just playing a total like, opposite of you in actual life exactly but i feel yeah i i love to play the mean characters i guess all of them with a variety of different characters different hobbies you get to jump into that person's lifestyle and create 
around based on their life. Mm -hmm, For sure. And in 2022, you play Cassie in three episodes of Class of 1970. Like, like, was it based in, like, the 1970 era, or was it kind of, like, the name was, like, Class of 1970 that kind of revolved around the 70s, 1970? Uh huh. So, Class of 1970s is a story, um, and it involves involves ghosts, and basically, it's a class. Um, so they're in the future time now, and there's always they're always flashing back to the Class of 1970s that involves the girl who's a ghost that is still kind of in a way haunting the school. But then, as you watch Class of 1970s, you figure out why she's there and what she's doing. But it's always flashing between future and then 1970s and then yeah back and forth that is so interesting like i have to watch it like where can people find it if like they're interested it's on youtube hbl like where can people find it uh no um yeah it's on youtube um just like search up class for 1970s in the search bar um should be one of the first ones to pop up um and then it's under uh, the love it so um web series Ooh, perfect. I'm definitely going to do this once we get out of it. We're going to watch it. I'm so invested. But, like, how do you um get to, like, use your both, like, your English and Portuguese languages? Because I know, like, you, like, were born in Brazil and you moved to the U.S. Like, how do you kind of manage to both use both English and Portuguese languages? Yeah, my parents have always really uh, been big onto my sister and I keeping our native language, Portuguese, in the household it's they find it very important and I also find it very important to keep Portuguese within me um and it's also great for the industry speaking multiple languages being able to communicate with so many people so I speak fluent Portuguese with my family like anytime I'm around them with my parents we only speak Portuguese and then when I go to school and when I'm out in the world here in the United States I'm speaking English but it's balancing back and forth between the two languages and then also when I auditioned for roles, I've auditioned for roles that speak Portuguese before. I actually did a project. Um, it's a, a web series on YouTube about the your, your body systems and everything. And it's kind of more of those educational videos. And it was actually in Portuguese. So there's a lot of roles here out in the industry that require you to speak different languages like Portuguese or Spanish. And I get sent out to a lot of roles in Spanish as well, because since Portuguese and Spanish are really similar, it's easy for me to speak and to understand Spanish as well. Yeah, like, especially being, like, in this, like, type of industry, like, I know, like, many, like, acting roles kind of require to use, like, whether it's, like, English or Portuguese or English and Spanish or require, like, different type of languages. It's always kind of good to have, like, a little, like, I'll say backup in case, like, they definitely need a second language. But, um, like, have you ever been back to Brazil since, like, you moved? Uh, or is it kind of like you haven't been there since, like, you moved and, and stayed in the U.S.? Oh, um, i actually been back twice. Um, so I moved, and then I lived in Florida, and I live in California now. So I've been here for, I would say, almost nine years. So the first time that we moved out here... It had been five years and we hadn't gone back. My family and I, when we leave, like, we don't look back. We still talk to our family all the time. But then after five years, we're like, okay, we have to go back and see the family and Mm -hmm. see our friends and relatives. So then we go back to Brazil. um, And this was a little bit before quarantine. 
I think it was the Christmas before quarantine. We went there and we saw them. And then also this year in December, I was there as well. And hopefully we'll see this year or maybe next year I can go back. Um, it's like a it's a really long flight, um, like yeah. all the way to South America. It's so long. Yeah, like how long is a flight from like where like from Los Angeles to Brazil from where you are? Uh so if you go straight, um, like no stops, no nothing, I believe it's twelve hours. And then that gets you to Sao Paulo, which is a one hour to Vitoria because in Vitoria we don't like where I'm from, there's no international flights. So you have to first stop at Sao Paulo and then take a separate flight, a uh, separate flight from Sao Paulo to Vit uh, Vitoria. Ooh, that's interesting. Like I know it was like England or like Australia. Like it's like you're like flying. Well, for Australia, like you're like flying like all night to go to Australia. But so the different oh, days, yeah. it's like they're like a day ahead. So like when you like leave on Tuesday, you won't get there until like Thursday based of the days and the hours of how many hours and days like you transition to to which is kind of, like it was just kind of crazy to me because we were like on a Tuesday we should get there on a Wednesday but then I realized in third day ahead so it, it's like a like realization that like oh it's like different countries have like, a different time system in the United than the United States I know like with the from like the east coast to the west coast I know it's, it's like five there in LA then it's like 8.30 here in Los, in not Los Angeles, Pennsylvania. So it's crazy um, how like the um, time zones and everything works, especially like different countries. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, like the time difference too. Like when I call my grandparents, like I'm here like having breakfast and they're like prepping for dinner. And I'm like, what? I'm like, it's how are you guys prepping for dinner already? I just woke up. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, last thing I want to ask you before we hop off is um, what is some advice for upcoming singers or actors that are just sitting out? Um, uh, I would say first I would say try to look for an agent. Um, the agent will obviously submit you to roles that you wouldn't necessarily have access to yourselves, and you can get singing agent, acting agent, and then when you get an acting agent, it branches off into different categories like commercial and theatrical. And then there's even ones for dance as well. And then there's voiceover, which I'm also repped for. So I would definitely say get an agent, fly out here if you can. Um, being LA local helps so much in the industry. Um, and then also I would say have a life outside of acting. Um, the acting industry like so beautiful. It's so fun to play many different characters. But a lot of the times it can be really frustrating in a way, um, going to auditions and sometimes not hearing back and you thinking your like big hit was going to be sooner than you thought it was. So do an audition and then go somewhere, like have somewhere to be, forget mm -hmm. about it. They want you, they want you. Um, and then like people say like that one yes can change your life. So I would say just don't ever stop having hope in a way. Mm -hmm. Keep living your life go to school, make your life, and then have acting be a hobby that you're passionate about and go out for roles and then keep going at it until one day, like, you stop going to school because acting becomes your priority in your life. Mm -hmm. That's a good advice. He's like, that's, like, something I had to realize is that, like, especially during the summertime, like, I'm always, like, doing interviews since, like, of course, 
like school's a pro like a top priority and it's like it takes up so much time that it's like it's kind of crazy to kind of be able to kind of jug schoolwork and then able to um do like acting or podcasting or whatever it is I know with me it's like I literally spent like this whole summer doing like interviews or work or anything and it's like so at some point you're like oh, well like why am I doing this if it's not getting enough views or if it's not working out it's not like you should like do something outside of acting whatever they have a social life or go mm -hmm. do dancing or hang out with friends like it should always like be able to have fun and go out and do something have a social life rather than doing and focusing on one specific thing where it's like acting like this like of course to be with being in this industry it's very hard to be able to like get a career or get a kind of like a start in this industry or kind of <laughs> yeah, gain yeah. tons of roles so it's like you shouldn't be able to have that one focus on that because it takes time it can take very much years to kind of get in, like a like a hit role and like not everyone gets a role even like good role gets a breakout role and not until maybe they're older or would not possibly maybe never get a role like even when they're older so it's like even when like you get a role and you're working hard you should always have a time where you can like oh i should go out and have some quality time because work is not the most well it's very important don't get me wrong but it's like not the most important thing in the world yeah exactly and have like a su support system as well if that's your family or your friends you can always go back to and stay grounded that's why i went back to brazil as well um i've been back twice um just go back to your roots where you're from um and then also yeah with social media as well like kind of wraps um social media is kind of into the entertainment industry as well and the same thing we're like okay i'm gonna post this tiktok video and become an influencer and a lot of the times it's not like that and it's having a lot of determination and going out there and posting even when they necessarily don't do well and same thing with going to auditions and not hearing back but just keeping keep going at it mm -hmm, for sure i love that and I want to thank you so much, Carolina, for coming on the podcast. You're seriously amazing. I love time with you. I know we've been trying to do this for such a long time, so I'm happy we've been able to actually do this and take time to chat. I, I know you're very busy, so I really appreciate you coming on, and I hope everyone enjoyed this episode of the podcast. I hope everyone has a great rest of your day, night or evening, wherever you are, and like around the world, but I hope everyone has a great rest of your day, and thank you so much, Caroline, for coming on, and have a great rest of your evening. Thank you so much again. Thank you. It's so funny. Oh, it's so funny to actually, like, see you in person. Like, oh my gosh, you're real. Like, we've been emailing yeah, and stuff. I know, right? And when like, you, like, come up here, like, you're, you're actually real. And that's a lot of things in this industry as well. Mm. Um, Talking to, like, people online and you're like, oh my gosh, you're actually, like, a real yeah. person. Like, wait, like, we should just do, like, a little, like, review next time I'm in, like, Los Angeles or you're in Pennsylvania. We can just do, like, oh my gosh, you're actually real, like, like, yeah. I got you this. Uh, you're just on the go to like, like fake, like, at my, do you know that my owl on um Snapchat? The the which one? The my owl, like, uh, A L, I think it's. Oh, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, feel yeah. like it's like the my owl. It's like a very like online chatting oh, kind okay. of type into the little thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I totally get what you're saying. But yeah, I'm like literally so so happy we finally got to do this like after rescheduling for so long like it finally worked out and I'm glad because it was a lot of fun 
Me too. I'm so happy to chat with you. And um, thank you so much, guys. And it was so nice to meet you. And we should definitely do this again soon, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Thank you so much for coming on. And have a good rest of your day. Bye.